Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well. And for those from Canada, I hope you had an excellent Thanksgiving weekend. Our family sure did. We have a long list of things to be thankful for, as I'm sure you do as well. Today we're going to talk about an important lesson I've learned while watching youth learn how to climb a climbing wall and teaching them to do that, and just how important that approach is when you try to achieve the impossible. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. I don't know how many of you have had this experience, but if you have, you will relate well to it because Anyone who's had the opportunity to teach youth how to climb a climbing wall has probably had this exact experience, which I believe relates perfectly to your journey when you try and achieve something impossible as a leader. Now, here it is. Very consistently, when you're teaching youth how to climb, you get all the gear on, they're really excited. The more you get the gear on, the more nervous they get, then Finally, they get their chance to get to the bottom of the climbing wall. Um, depends on the language for the climbing, but they ask if you're on belay, and you say, yeah, I'm on belay or belay on, and then they say climbing, and you say climb on. Next thing you know, these kids are starting to move their way up the wall, and I, I use kids as an example, but actually it's pretty much anyone on their very first climb. And their focus at the beginning, they're just like, oh, I can do this. They're nervous because they put all that gear on. But then as they're climbing the wall, they start just focusing on working their way up the wall. Which you see happen about, well, it depends on who they are. Some people never do this, but some people keep focusing, focus, focus, and they're looking up. And then eventually they look down. And at that moment, they realize just how high they climbed. They grab hold of everything in front of them, and they freeze up. They stop trying to climb at that point because they've just realized just how far they've gone up. And from their perspective, they're pretty high. They're pretty nervous. And your job at that point is to, as a, if you're trying to lead the people to climb that wall, you're kind of trying to convince them to start looking at it one hold at a time. Okay, if you just put your left hand up on that orange hold right there and then do this with your right foot and you start talking them through one hold at a time. This process, you will see some kids and some adults will continue and work their way all the way up. They'll kind of regroup and continue up that mountain or up that climbing wall. But there's other people who will freeze at that moment, look back, and really not continue any further. I've asked a lot of those kids, what were you thinking at that point? Because what they say to you is, can you please let me down? I just want to go down. Often they'll, in some cases, you can't even get them to let go of the holds they're holding. Sometimes they'll just grab the rope and they'll just be like, put me down. I don't care. I am not going any further. Put me down. Put me down. And you have to believe or you just have to lower them down to the ground. Once they're down there, they're, they, uh, 
They look back at the wall, and it's very common to hear these kids say that, oh, I wish I would have just kept going. I was I was so close. But, you know, I looked down, realized I was on my own, got nervous, held on, and then just wanted to be lowered down. This is such a common experience for people when uh, they're climbing, but it's also a real common experience when people are trying to achieve what I would like to say is the impossible. If you're trying to achieve something that no one else has achieved before you, you will have you will make a lot of progress as you're focusing on just what's the next step? Take that next step. What's the next hold? You, you work your way all the way up and you will start to get to this point where when you look back, you realize the whole group is down there and you are way up above. You've achieved more than you ever thought, but then you get nervous. I think there's a few pieces of that that affect a lot of people. One of them is you kind of feel like you're on your own. A lot of people can criticize you. They can see you up on that wall. Criticism comes a lot um, from often from people who are spectators. So they're telling you how to do it, but a lot of them have never done it. They've never worked their way up that wall before. And then you kind of, in a way, you feel like there's nobody that can relate to you. So you kind of feel lonely because you're way up there. So, and then um, the other thing you do is you focus on how high you are and you stop focusing on your next holds. In, in leadership, if you're trying to achieve something impossible, something I've learned to watch out for is when people are planning on their failure as they begin their impossible achievement. What they do is they'll say, well, you know, I'm going to try and, you know, I'll be able to tell, like, I'll be able to just say I tried and move on. But the true people who focus on achieving something that are, that is impossible appear to have a different look. They, they are all in, they are a hundred percent in, they're going to go up one way or another and they continue on climbing even when everyone else is telling them that they're crazy or they're unable to do it or you know there's lots of other people who've tried and they've never succeeded those individuals they stay focused on the top and eventually they may get there but they also may not so here's some of the lessons that i've learned uh with this perspective and Personally, I've tried to climb a few mountains and sometimes it hasn't worked and sometimes it's worked really well. So number one is uh, you have to focus on your, you have to focus on one hold at a time up a wall. For me, that's really important. You just got to focus on what's the next logical step, because especially if you're trying to start something that no one's done before there's going to be a lot of failures and there's going to be a lot of changes in the path. So you just kind of have to say, what's the next logical hold up this wall? The next piece that is really important is you have to make sure to be very strategic if or when you look down. In an earlier podcast, it's actually one of the most listened to podcasts is don't look over your shoulder. I think it's stop looking over your shoulder. Uh, and what I talk about is when you're trying to achieve something in a very difficult time, if you look over your shoulder at the wrong moment, you might chicken out and you might stop running. You might trip, you might fall, you might go back into the crowd. And it's very, very much the same when you're trying to climb. 
something and and you feel like it's impossible is you've got to be strategic when you look down. I'm not saying to not look down, but look down at a time when you are in a good condition to look down. For example, if you've got a good hold at that moment, then you can take a break and look down. You can look at what other people are doing, what what what's going on around you, but you really want to make sure you do that at a time when you can handle it personally. And then uh Finally, I think it's also important to make sure that you've basically prepared for yourself a crash mat, not a retreat, but if you can't do it anymore, you're not going to get belayed down. But if you fall, you have to make sure, especially if you're trying to achieve something impossible, that you can dust yourself off and try again. The falls hurt. The failures hurt. But if you say, okay, if we get to this certain deadline or, or don't achieve this at this point, this is the moment where I'm going to have to call it quits and take a break or, or stop entirely. But you kind of have to have a plan in place for if you fall, not to be lowered down, but if you can't hold on anymore, you let go and you uh, fall into that crash mat. So those are the lessons that I've learned when you try to achieve something impossible. I remember uh, one of the organizations that I was a part of starting, I remember the first meeting, everyone's like, it's not going to work. We've all tried this. It's going to fail. Well, guess what? It didn't. But at that point, had I have looked down, I probably would have chickened out. So I kept looking forward and we kept trying the next logical step. And eventually we started getting momentum. The interesting part is most of those people that criticized at the beginning came alongside once they started to see that it might work and then became supporters to get up that that climb. Now, the last thing is, if you're willing to try something no one else has, make sure to look around at the view on the way up. You're not looking down. You're not looking at trying to join the crowd again. But but you've been there. So congratulations. You've tried something a lot of people haven't. And you are not a spectator. You're doing it. You're not viewing it. You are doing it. So congratulations for those of you who have taken steps into uncomfortable places, who have tried to climb something that they didn't think they could. Congratulations because you have seen life and you have a perspective that a lot of other people don't. And every time you do it, you're going to get better. You're going to get more comfortable if you happen to crash, but you're also going to get confident in your skills. And eventually you will make it to the top. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com. 